Go for one error. Today we have my buddy, my friend, my bro, uh, Mighty Joe P. Mighty Joe P, I've known for quite a while now. He has been my boss. He has been my friend. He has been an inspiration to me as a person and as a bro. And basically, I invited him to discuss a very important subject, which is today's thing, Know Yourself Bro. Knowing yourself is probably the most important thing that you can ever do for yourself and also any relationship you're in. If you know yourself, you're not going to make as many mistakes because you're going to be aware of those mistakes, but also that basically changes in yourself and your relationship as you grow and as you do better. I'm not expecting anyone to be perfect. I'm not expecting anyone to under, fully understand the concept unless you actually do know yourself. So Mighty Joe, um, let's hear a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Uh, let's see, I was born and raised in, in Castro Valley, California. And then uh, currently I've been in Sacramento for the last, I'd say, 16 years now. And, and enjoying the, the wonderful weather up here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware of Sacramento and it's lovely heat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it feels like your eyeballs are baking out from the inside. <laughs> yeah, but at least it's not being in Phoenix or in the middle of the desert. So, you know, it's, it's, it's an enjoyable heat rather than being a dry heat. You've been living in Sacramento for 16 years. You're married, correct? Yep, I've been married now for seven years, going on eight years in November. That's awesome. How many kids? I've got two kids. My oldest is he's five and a half. And then my, my second child is almost 16 months old. Oh, wow. All right. That's, that's excellent, man. I know his wife and she is absolutely amazing. Joe is married to a little person. She's an amazing person. If you ever, if you ever meet her, she's the perfect type of person that would give her shirt off her back for you. She's the type of person that does have your back. She's an amazing wife to Joe. Uh, I, out of all my friends that, uh, that are married or have girlfriends and stuff, I've had zero, absolutely zero complaints about her whatsoever. Joe is very fortunate. Most guys aren't that as fortunate as Joe, I can tell you that much. Yeah, and, and, and Simone would love that, that introduction and, and breakdown as well. Yeah, Simone is my rock. She's my, my, my steady course in anything and everything that goes on in my life. She's always the one to make sure that I understand what's needed and to give me guidance um, when I have a challenging time. So I, I can't say enough to, uh, of thanks and love towards her because no matter what, she is the, she's helped me to be the person that I am today. I said, in all consideration, would you consider her your best bro? Oh, definitely. She, she knows me, I'd say, uh, better than just about anybody else out there. She knows my strengths. She knows my weaknesses. She knows everything about me. So, yeah, I would definitely consider her that. That's awesome. I mean, this is actually kind of ties into what I've been saying since the beginning, people, is that basically you don't have to be a man to be a bro. Um, you don't even have to be a straight man to be a bro. You can be gay. You can be whatever you need to be. It's basically your character as a person. It's different avenues and different ways of doing things. And um, like I said, I've, I've gone and tried to always help out the others and be close to others uh, that are near me to work through situations. And everybody has their own way of dealing with them. 
if you make a mistake, I said this in, our, in my last podcast, when you make a mistake, you have to own it. You have to fully own your responsibility in it and you have to fully acknowledge the fact and be honest about it. Because if you're not, you're not honest with yourself. And part of knowing yourself is being honest with yourself. Um, and also being honest with other people. If you're not honest with other people, you're not honest with yourself, then probably you don't know yourself very well. Um, whether you are a self-proclaimed player or whether or not you're a, whether or not you're a loner or whatever, it's important to understand that your friendships are an intricate part of who you are. They are something that makes you a better person. It makes you... It can also go the other way too. It can make you into a worse person depending on the friends you keep. Now, the friends you keep are based on who you are as a person as well. So that's something to keep in mind. This is all part of being a better person and a better bro, being who you are. It comes down to, we can easily make mistakes. We can easily make problems for ourselves. And we can easily make things difficult for others and also for ourselves. I want to express something here. Counseling is probably some of the best thing you can do for any relationship, whether it's your friendship, whether it's your marriage, whether it's your significant other, whatever. Counseling is very important because it gives you objectives and ideas that you probably never thought of before. People always want to end things because when things get bad versus trying to work them out because it's easier. It's never easy when it involves family and when it involves kids, anything else, I strongly advise you to find professionals that can help you with your family before you decide to say, you know, we're done. I'm not sure whether or not I've been a good friend to Mighty Joe P or not, but um, he's been a good friend to me. I, I appreciate that. And I'd, I'd say you've been a good friend. I, I'd say we all make mistakes along the way and we address them in the, in the best way possible to make sure that we don't have these issues reoccur over or over again. So, you know, looking at where you are, what you're trying to do and how to improve upon yourself is key to anything else. And while it's, it's been something that's happened and been a part of who you are now from what you've learned from it, it's also got to be something to take that others have learned as well and, and, and to, to work through and improve upon themselves. So it, it's, it's one to hard to. It's one issue that's hard to really break down. No, that's fine. You're not talking about the situation, but. Yeah. Um, so would you would you say that you probably when you were younger you probably didn't you're probably like me you probably didn't know yourself very well. You kind of made guesses. You kind of made busy mistakes along the way. I imagine just like I did. I like made yeah. Those. Yeah, I, I I didn't really find myself or know who I was until I'd say about 25. Uh, when I went back to school, I got my degree, uh, my first degree, and then you know, really kind of figured out who I was and what I wanted to do in life. It was really about, yeah, about 25. And since then, so for the last 17 years, um, or not 17 years, 12 years, I, I, I've really kind of figured out, you know, what it is to be me, what I want, where I want to go, who I want to be with, and so forth. So it's been good that I was able to figure that out. Some people don't ever figure it out and don't truly start to understand who they are. But once you come to terms with, with who you are, what you can do, where you want to go, you, know, you can really start to expand upon that and start to, to really you know, become the person that you want to be or you see that you're going to be 
and others will help you along the way to do that also. Um, when I was younger, I didn't know myself. Um, it became an issue later on uh, when I was younger. And I made horrible mistakes along the way. I destroyed friendships, I destroyed relationships. I think everyone has their family issues to a certain extent, except for some that they're just very fortunate. But for the most part, everyone should, does have their family issues. I'm sure Joe did too growing up. It taught me who I didn't want to be. And growing up, I always try to force myself not to be like my family. I tried my, my best to be not like other people that I, that, I, that I didn't like or I felt that was improper to, or behavior to be. And sure enough, I mean, I, it, it backfired in my face because sooner and later, you know, it's like how you're raised does catch up with you. It does come across it's like, oh, I'm not going to be like my dad. Well, guess what? Sometimes you tend to act like your dad. <laughs> it's just how it goes, I guess. Mm -hmm. Knowing yourself to correct issues in your life, knowing yourself to be a better person to your friends, being a better, knowing yourself to be a better husband or to be a better boyfriend or to be a better girlfriend or better wife is highly important to understand who you are because if you know your breaking points if you know what how you react to things the better off you can actually go and make amends it's harder to make amends if you don't know who you are because you don't know why you made the decisions you made you don't know why you might have lied you don't know why you might have caused um problems with that other person you might not know why you acted out the way you did or your behavior was the way it was, why you got drunk, why you got stoned, why you did something stupid. Um, it's, it's, you know, it, it, we've come to a point in our lives to where as we grow older, we have to know who we ourselves are because we can't make the same mistakes we did when we were younger. One, you're not going to get away with it. Two, as you get older, you're going to see things from a different perspective, how things follow you around when you're older. So even like Joe was saying, he's like, this has been years. Guess what? It follows you around. So it, it's, it's, you got to think of it in those, in those kind of instances where you kind of hope for a better, a better self. And the only way that you become better as a person, as you become better as a bro, is to really understand your motives, to understand how you react, understand the, what kind of friends, what kind of people you have surrounding you. If you have a negative type of people surrounding you, the likelihood of you being negative is much higher. The more positive people they have in your life, the more best bros you have in your life, that you can actually, that they can rely on you just as much as you rely on them. That's really important. Because if they can't rely on you because they don't trust you or because of certain circumstances, guess what? That's going to follow you around. You're not going to change anything. That's not going to change if you just say, okay, I'm not going to be friends with this person anymore. You go and you find other friends. And guess what? You're going to still be making the same mistakes. Wouldn't you agree? I'd agree with you on that one. But one thing to keep in mind, though, is growth and change are constant. Now, you're never the same person you were five minutes ago. Every situation, every interaction, every conversation that you have was a constant change within you. And once you do understand who you are, evaluating those changes and what, what, how they're going to impact you makes a big difference in your life. And you have an understanding of what's going on and, and how things are bettering you due to those, 
uh, those people and those groups. Like I said, if you have a negative group around you, you tend to be more negative. You have a positive one, you, you're, you're going to be more positive. You have more um, forward-focused friends, you're going to be forward-focused as well. Everybody influences everyone else. But it's also important for you, for you to go through and figure out who you are, what you want, and where you're going to go with that. Very insightful. Life is always changing. And that uh, day by day becomes different. So well said. Very well said. I couldn't have said it better. That was actually amazing. So when did you first get to know yourself? When did you actually figure out who you are and what you wanted? It, yeah, it was still at, at, it was really when I was 25, when I, after I went back to school, got my degrees and got into the, the, my chosen field is really when I started to understand who I was and where I was going. Now, I was an idiot when I was younger. I did a lot of stupid things in my late teens, early 20s that I regret that impacted me for my financial future now that I finally got out of a few years ago and having to, to, to address those items. So really in, in, in my mid twenties, that's when I found out who and what I am and what I wanted. And that since then, now I've just had other people around me that have helped better me for that. My wife is a perfect example of that. She, you know, talked me into going back to school again and finishing up and getting my bachelor's degree. And once I did that, I made sure that there was no other doors that were closed to me for progression within, you know, my chosen field and wanting to work towards that, that next step and that next step and that next step to make sure that I provide a better living and situation for my family and allowing them to have some of the things that I didn't have when I was a kid or even to improve upon what I had as a kid to make their lives even better going forward. Would you say that when you got married, you changed a little bit or did you change more when you actually started to have kids? I changed more when I started to have kids. And definitely when I had kids. Uh, when I got married, yes, it was a whole new situation. Brand, it's brand new to marriage. You're, you've been with this person for quite some time, but you know, when you get married, it's a whole other situation. And you know, that was, I loved it. You know, it, was, it was fun. And then we had Connor. Um, well, Connor was our, our, our second pregnancy and we had lost our first, but, but with, when Connor was born, I had a lot of growing up to do. I, uh, I was not the best father at first and I'm still a, a father that's a work in progress. And I, I want to give Connor the best life possible. You know, he is my child and I, and, and I love my son deeply. And I have Alex that's now almost 16 months old. He is awesome as well. He has such great characteristics and, and love and joy to him. And when Connor and Alex play together, it's something e e emotional to see my two boys playing together and having fun. And it's just, it's something that, that brings joy. I'm a much better father now uh, than when after Alex is born because I learned a lot from my mistakes that I made first with Connor. And I'm continuing to learn from my mistakes as everything, as I mentioned before, is a evolution it's constantly changing you're you're not the same from one minute to another and you have to try different ways of addressing situations and not getting angry and figuring out also what makes you angry so you can work through those other situations so you're not passing on those traits to your kids as well and that's one of the biggest things is i see things that i've passed on to my my oldest already that I don't like about myself. And so now I'm passing that on, but how do I look at now changing that and working with him to make sure that he doesn't have those same situations or issues that I had when I was a kid. So I don't want to 
to pass these on to him. So now I have to look at even more so, how do I change those items? So he will then learn from me and not make those same mistakes that I made. So it's constantly learning no matter what. Yeah. And even as, you know, I mean, you, you get, you kind of pointed on point basically like it's, you learn from your folks, but you also learn from yourself. And, and when you get your own kids, you tend to learn from, um, from yourself and from others, of course, and from your parents. And it's like you just start realizing who you don't want to be to your child or what you want to be towards your child. At least that's what it sounds like. Yeah. And it's, it's true. And you, you learn, you learn from them. They learn from you. You learn from everybody else. And a lot of people will give you bad advice on how to be a parent. Some people will give you good advice on how to be a parent. But the problem is you don't know what it's like to be a parent until you are a parent. So once you become a parent, that's when you actually start to learn what it takes and, and, and who you are and what you can do to constantly change and evolve from those experiences to be a better parent. So when you're 25 years old, you were saying that this is when you started transitioning into the, who you are today. What would you have told yourself, your younger self that made all these mistakes? Would you, would you have told them to do something different? Or do you think that what has played out in your life has made who you are now? And you, do you think that maybe there would have been it would have been better, would have been worse, or would you, were you just willing to accept this is what happened and this is part of this and your life is where it should be now? My life is where it should be now. I, I, I'm not going to, you know, make, make excuses for the mistakes that I've made in the past. The mistakes I've made have made me into who I am. And so each one was a learning experience. So I would not change anything from my past. Uh, there's some that I really would want to, but looking back on it now after so many years, now I, I wouldn't change anything about you know my past and where where I've come from to where I am now, because I wouldn't have what I have now. I wouldn't have my wife and I wouldn't have my kids, and my wife and my kids are my world. So why would I ever want to risk going back and changing something that could impact them? and their potential of being here you know i i wouldn't i wouldn't change anything everything that we we do is done for for one reason or another and as long as we take those experiences whether they're be positive or be negative and use them to to better ourselves and constantly improve upon ourselves to make sure that we're better for for ourselves and for others and to help others out in in need you know then we're doing the right thing. It's when you don't learn from your mistakes and you constantly repeat them over and over again and it impacts others and yourself. Well, that's when there's a problem and you need to really look at that self-evaluation of who you are, what you are and what you want to do. I've, I noticed that in my own life where, where I've had moments because like you in my early, well, it wasn't my late teens, I was in my early twenties where I was making profound mistakes and unfortunately I didn't learn from them. Not so much older in life. And, uh, when I was in my early twenties, I smoked, I drank, I did drugs. I did, I'd party with the wrong people. I would have hookups constantly. I wasn't, I wasn't a good person. And even though, you'd have friends that would talk you up and say, Oh, you know, you're awesome. You're this, you're that. And 
in all reality, I didn't feel that way inside. And when I had the chance to be away from it, when I actually stopped um, heavily partying and drinking and, and doing all that stuff and messing around, I learned that um, this isn't the person I wanted to be. This wasn't the person I should be um, because how can I be anything better than, than that if I don't change it? And that's not a lifestyle that I'll have forever. I mean, granted, when you're young and you're stupid, it, it makes sense. But um, when you're older, you, you, you pay for those mistakes. And you pay for it in different ways. I pay for some of my mistakes physically. I did a lot of sports when I was in high school and college. And um, my, my body's paying for it now. I have like aches and pains where I never had it before. Um, I also have had issues with, you know, it's like, with relationships and stuff where friends and stuff come back out of the woodwork that I haven't talked to in years. And these are people that I knew back in my twenties. And they're like, you remember this? Remember, remember that? And yeah, I do. Yeah. It was kind of funny at the time, but when you think about it, it really wasn't I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. It's the problem with being human being is, is that you constantly make mistakes. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't be human if you didn't make those mistakes. That's the thing True. to keep in mind. You know, that's what makes us human is we make mistakes. And being able to learn from those is really where it's, where it's key. And if you, don't, if you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. It's like you can look at your most recent history and, and find out what you've done that you said, oh, I was never going to do that again. And then you find out that you did do it again. And... When you, when you recognize that stuff in yourself, it's, you, you need to start recognizing that also in, in other individuals too. So like other people that are surround you, your friends and your family, you have to understand that they all make mistakes along the way too. You have to let your pet peeves, your, your situations that you don't like, you need to put it, set them aside because when we, when we place what we want and how we act on other people, we're subjecting them to basically telling them, Hey, this is, this is how you should be. This is how you shouldn't be not basing it on their own experience. They might have a different experience from from any of us. And to, for us to be upset with them about making those mistakes that we do or being upset with them for making mistakes, we're, we're putting on them a guilt and things that we don't necessarily have to, or we should granted if you're friends with somebody, and you're a proper bro or you're a proper person to someone else, you will let them know, Hey, you're kind of messing up. But to the point to where you are scolding or hurting that other person because you are holding it against them. That's something that, that shouldn't be done. Forgiveness comes into a play because if you want to be forgiven of the things you've done and who you are and what's going on, then basically you have to, you have to do it in turn. Um, if someone messes up and you can't hold it against them, you have to, if you don't want to be, if you don't want things being held against you, then you can't hold it against others as well. It's all, yeah, it's well said. And, you know, for, forgiveness comes around in many different ways. Uh, and that's, that's one thing to keep in mind is uh, we all, we all look for forgiveness in the actions that we, we do, but you know, sometimes making, just coming to terms with it yourself is forgiveness in its own way and not looking for forgiveness from others. 
because sometimes you'll never get that forgiveness from others, even though you've done everything you can to rectify a situation or what you think needs to be done to rectify a situation. Uh, just coming to terms with things yourself and understanding what's happened, what's been done and what not to do in the future is forgiveness in its own way. Yeah, true. It's very important to forgive yourself. And you're absolutely right. Um, there, you know, you, you have to come to terms with um, who you are as a person. And, and part of that is forgiving yourself of the things that you've done, but also um, allowing yourself to be forgiven is a huge part too. Cause some people, they, you get some people that just want to live with the guilt of things. And it's like, they just can't move on because one, they haven't forgiven themselves. And that's the main thing. They, a person can say you're forgiven, but if you don't forgive yourself for it, you're going to constantly beat yourself for, for it. Yeah, that's true. So that's well said. I mean, you, you did say something that was very, very, very good. So it's like we, we can't um, – dwelling on the things that you've done is, is not good. Making, dwelling on those things and making those changes in a positive way is another thing. So if you're, if you're doing it just because you want to feel bad, then don't do it. If you're doing it because you do feel bad, then don't do it. Do it because you want to make a change and because you want to do something different in your life so that way you can make those changes. I'd agree. I'd agree with that statement. We all make mistakes. We're all humans. We're all stupid in our own ways. And it's like most of the time, it's like some people just can't forgive themselves for some things that they've done. Other people refuse to forgive others, like you were saying, for the things that they've done to them. And it, unfortunately, it carries on this burden. It's like, for instance, it's like one time I dated this girl. And um, she made the comment that uh, after, we were, after our relationship was ended, she's like, you know, you've, you've, um, you've ruined me for other people. She's like, you, you're, you act as you, you know, you're, you're a good person, but at the same time, she's like, there's something about you that's not so great. And at the time it was, um, I had problems um, with her when it came to, to lying and stuff like that, because basically with her, it was, it wasn't because it was easy or because it was playing her or anything like that. It was because it was, um, it was protecting that relationship. It was because there were certain things about myself that I hadn't come to terms with. When she held on to that and she said that you, that I'm, you know, I'm not going to be able to trust anybody else. I'm not going to be able to, it hurt me in a sense because basically it made me think that it's like my actions have doomed other people after me. And that was one thing I didn't want to do. I didn't want that to happen. And Go ahead. But did you? But did you? But did you learn from that experience? So that's the thing. Oh yeah, you know, I learned from it. But the problem is that other person can forgive me for it, and she carried well, it, it on to another relationship. True, but here's the thing with that though: if you, you, you're right, but you, you'll never be able to truly fix the wrongs that have been done. That's one sure. thing to keep in mind. You know, whatever has been done has been done. You can't take it back. True. You know, each action, each cut, each, each word, you know, that's said, you know, the tongue is the most vicious weapon that has ever been created. And the tongue can say the most hurtful, vile things ever said. But it can also say the, the, the nicest, most sweetest things at the same time. 
with that said though, you know, every action that you do is something that is an action that has happened. It is past tense, mm-hmm. cannot be changed. But as long as you take that, that insight, that information that's passed on to you of things that you've done to others and use that information to better who you are, then you'll actually make progress and proceed. If you don't and you continue to, to, to reflect upon those items and not make the changes, but just keep that with you of, I should have done this, I should have done that, it's just going to continue to eat you up inside until you actually you know come to terms with what's happened yourself and look to what's needed to to make those changes to improve upon those mistakes you made in the past and to not to make them again that's true forgiveness in its own in its own sense and right because you never truly need someone else because when you get someone else's forgiveness it it can be it can be heartfelt or it could be a lie just to placate you you never truly know. And someone else telling you, I forgive you, should not be what lifts that burden from yourself. Being able to make those changes and improve upon the mistakes that you made so you don't make those same mistakes again is, is forgiveness enough and what should you need. And that's from your own actions. That's not actions done to you, but you have to learn to deal with those actions that have been done to you as well and just letting go of them. Because if you want forgiveness from another person as well, or that the, the same actions that have been done to you, again, you're not going to get that or get what you potentially want. You have to con- come to terms with what's happened, deal with it, address it, and then move on with it and using those items as your own growth as well. I mean, we, we as people have always done things the right ways we've always done things the wrong ways and unfortunately history likes to say all the wrong ways unless you actually write the history if you write the history yourself then it's always done in a positive way um but you got to remember one thing though with that you are the writer of your own history because true. you're the one that's living it you're the one that goes through it you're not a third person looking down at a, at a camera crew behind you, you know, following you around to document your life and showing it to you. You're living your life every moment of every day. You know, that is your life being lived. It's how you want to live your life. If you want to be that person that's just going to stay in that one location and think about what you've done, or if you want to move past it, go outside, and then move on to that next challenge. You could have the best life that you want if you put everything forward and you do what you can to excel in the areas and the goals that you want. Or you could be, you know, sitting in a corner, um, just homeless without anything else. If that's the choice that you make, that's your choice. But wherever you want to go with that, you know, it's either the sky or it's the ground. Whatever you want to do, you make that choice. And you work, you work towards what you want. You can either stay, stay where you are or keep moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, you know, the one thing that always comes to mind is, is that you have certain groups of people, and this is, comes down to knowing yourself, is the fact that um, you have certain instances where you have people that are extremely stubborn and admitting that they might have been wrong or they made mistakes and things like that. And that's where Joe is Joe's very right on in that, in that aspect. He's saying that it's like, hey, it should be enough for you to, for, to basically say, you know, I forgive myself or 
because you got some people that will not do that for you. If you're one of those people that goes for this, that you are stubborn and they refuse to admit that you're wrong and that you're not wrong ever, then let me explain something to you. You are fucking wrong most of the time. The only time that you're right is when you actually acknowledge that you're wrong. And maybe sometimes you are right. It's a possibility, you know, some, some fights, yeah, some fights you are. For the majority of fights that you get into with people or the disagreements or grievances that you have with other people, it's never just one-sided. It's usually double-sided. And if you're the type of person that is stubborn and doesn't, doesn't say, no, no, I'm right, you're wrong, then you're taking a step into the wrong direction. You're taking that step where you're not going to be able to forgive one yourself when those days come where you're going to have to come to realization for yourself, but also you've possibly, possibly damaged a relationship with another person because of it. And also you also run into the problem of not being able to move on from it. If you're the type of person that is constantly stubborn and says, I'm right, you're wrong. Then the likelihood of you being or growing as a person is almost zero. Yeah, I I'd agree with, with you on that one. Because if you're, you're constantly right, you're never wrong, means that you don't evaluate the situation. Now, there's a lot of people out there that are like that. But to, to see who they are and what truly makes them happy is you know, up to them. You know, we, we are the makers of our own destiny, you know, the, the, the authors of our own lives, and whatever other you know, acronym you want to put out there for that. So it, it's dependent upon what you want to do or what you want to see. It's also accepting people for who they are because not, you're never going to be able to change other people. Other people need to make the changes for themselves. Now change when it's forced upon somebody is never truly change. That's just a consideration that you're making for others. It's when you choose to make those changes that you actually have growth and improvement within your own life. So change comes from inside. It doesn't typically come from outside. There's mm -hmm. other influences that provide it. But you have to make that choice that today is going to be different. Today, I'm going to make that change. Today, I'm going to just not worry about these items. And I, I forgive myself for it and move on from the situations that are holding me back or the memories that are holding me back or whatever that decides to hold you back and decide to move forward instead. Because you can't prosper. You can't do whatever you want to do if you're just holding yourself back and you're not willing to admit to yourself. You know, what, what's honest, what's truthful, and what needs to be done. If you constantly want to just say, I'm right, then maybe you are, maybe you're not. But that's your choice that you're going to make. But your choices don't affect my choices because my choices are my own and I'm in charge of me. Just heading to my final point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he said exactly, you have to accept the things the way that they are, but at the same time, you can make the changes of yourself. You're the own dictator of your own life. You don't have to, to be, you can't say this person did this to me and then be a victim your entire life. You have to look at things from, from a perspective of this happened. What can I do to change it? If I can't change it, what can I do to change it myself and how I react to it? Or should this be something that I should even react to? We tend to focus inward when, when, we, when we talk and when we, when we think about things, and especially in relationships, because it's like, this is how I feel. This is how, what I think. 
And we tend to do that quite often versus going to the other person saying, what do you think? How do you feel? And sometimes we do, sometimes we don't, but for the most part in relationships, especially ones of either opposite sex or someone that you're the opposite person you're with, I should say the opposite person that you're with, we tend to project how we feel on them. And we tend to not understand like what Joe was saying is the fact that you're in control of your own life. You can decide how you're going to react. You can decide how you're going to be. You get to, you get to write your own book. You don't have to, you don't have to have somebody else write it for you because if you do have someone write it out for you, you're missing out on your life. That means you have somebody else controlling your book. They're controlling your outcome. They're controlling the end of your story. And that's not okay. A person that is an individual, if you know yourself well enough, you'll understand that there are certain things you can't change about yourself right away. Things take time. And if you don't give yourself the proper amount of respect and the proper amount of forgiveness, then you're not going to be able to make the changes necessary in your life to make your story yours and give yourself a proper ending. So this is going to conclude our show for today, but I wanted to thank um, Mr. Mighty Joe P for joining us. He, I wanted to share his experiences as well as our experiences together as friends to actually just share with you what this all means to know yourself and to be a better person to others and to be a better bro to other people. We can't just focus on ourselves. We have to focus on others, but we also have to change the things that we can in ourselves to make ourselves better for basically for not just for ourselves, but in Joe's instance, he mentioned he has a family. He has to, he has to be better for his family in order for them to succeed. If you are a crappy parent and you're not injecting yourself into your relationship with your children, if you are not making the proper changes in your own life, to, to learn from and to grow from, to help them be better people, then you're not, then you're not being a proper person. It's not just being, not just be a proper dad. You're not being a proper person because you're not helping somebody else, especially someone that's close to you to be better than what they currently are. So uh, everyone, I wanted to thank you for joining our show and I want to say be a proper bro, be excellent to each other 